Hi guys! Welcome to Something Private, a podcast about everything related to the vagina. From sex, to health, and the society. My name is Nicole and I'm your producer and your host. Matchmaking. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear that term? Outdated? Desperate? Cringe? As a single myself, gotta be honest. It took me like less than 5 seconds to think of all the terms that are associated with matchmaking. But it is 2020 and I challenge myself and you tuning in to start questioning where all your preconceived notions come from. Including your ideals on matchmaking because let me ask you, how's your dating life going? Are you on dating apps? or hoping your friends would introduce you to their friends. Because that's where I am and it's been honestly pretty shitty. Like I've gotten my heart like sort of like toyed with and broken. I'm a softie. By you know men who couldn't meet my expectations or people whose expectations I couldn't meet. I think many of us hold on to the idea that love will kind of like find its way magically while we are sitting at a bar with a group of friends and then a stranger locks eyes with you from far. Or maybe we find that it's too troublesome to go out to find a partner or that we're sick of superficial or transactional connections. Dating is honestly like really hard, okay? And like every other aspect of life, we could all do with a little bit of help. And that's where matchmaking comes in. So there's this dating agency in Singapore, I'm sure most of you would have heard of. They're called Gai Gai, and they specifically cater to help singles find a partner through offline matchmaking. Pretty interesting actually. So what Gai Gai does is that they have a dedicated team of relationship experts that are either relationship managers or coaches. The company is recognised by the Social Development Network, or SDN for short, so rest assured that all the singles in their database are all legit. What they do is that they assess you based on your 7 Fs in life. Your family, fundamental, fitness, finances, future, focus, and faith. And then help you understand which are your priorities and what you're seeking out in a partner. Literally, this is so exciting to me because I'm honestly shallow AF and I always fall for the same type of guy. Tall, small eyes, tattooed, um, like, looks like he doesn't give a shit about you. <clears throat> yeah, like really digging deep right now. So today's episode, we're going to follow the journey of two singles, one male and one female, both 27 years old, on their journey to see what matchmaking is really like in Singapore in 2020. But first, let me introduce the relationship expert of today's episode. Hi, I'm Dolly and I'm a matchmaker with Gai Gai and a fleet coach. How do you qualify to become what you are today? I would say my background as an educator uh, in special needs as well. I, I, I did a lot of um, special needs education. That helped me develop patience, right? It also gave me the awareness to pick out on people's needs. Sometimes what they say they want is not what they need. Matchmaking is not my job, it is my lifestyle. Everywhere I go, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, are you looking for anyone? Can I, can I be of any help? In this like, day and age where dating apps are, dating apps rule the world, like, why did you guys decide that matchmaking, like an offline service, would be the way to go? So when, when the app Paktor started eight years ago, it was a perfect channel for, for people to explore the possibility of meeting people quickly. However, we realize that there's still a need 
to help people create that date. Because sometimes you, you get so absorbed in just swiping and getting a match that you forget to actually ask that person out or to, to invest time to meet that person face-to-face. So Gai Gai was able to help people secure a date. A lot of people who want to engage uh, a matchmaking service or they're, they're curious about it or even if they, they have been approached by a matchmaker, they will always think, hmm, you know what? Are the people that engage in your service desperate? Or what is wrong with them? And then I would just question them, right? Are you desperate? Is there something wrong with you? Some people might need a bit more help. That, that's the truth. Other people just need a little nudge. I've seen a lot of very legible people that would come into the office and then I feel very excited to help these people. Because you know that like they're really... Yeah, all they need is a little nudge. And once you, you, you kind of... Uh, give them a bit of direction or give them that the opportunity you know that the, this is an easy win right so it's it's really for anyone right where if you feel like you want someone to to kind of guide you or give you some direction wherever you're at this is the platform for you so you can lay down i can no this is like a, you know a therapy session you can lay down and tell me what you can do. i will i really i really will <laughs> i'm ellen and i'm 27 this year and i'm currently working in a shipbroking firm hi i'm jermaine i'm 27 this year i'm currently an engineer in a public transport company the first thing i think about when i heard the word matchmaking right is actually like it's a very old school way or traditional way of um, getting attached First I've never tried dating apps Online dating apps I, I, What more I've never even considered matchmaking Like I, I, I thought that was, that was like So like the 80s, 90s kind of thing Initially I was Just interested to see how this Matchmaking thing goes I like to experience different things And I don't think that This kind of thing Like being embarrassed or anything Should stop you from experiencing something new yeah, so actually I feel I'm quite open-minded, so, you know, we'll see how it goes. A bit nervous, <laughs> not sure how it's going to turn out, um, but open-minded, I guess. So tell me, uh, what sparked you to meet me today? So I've been single for about a year now, mm-hmm. so and then I've tried a few dating apps, and I met, I mean, I met a few other people, and went on a few dates, okay. and sort of nothing went anywhere. I'm single, um, haven't been dating for a while. Generally across the like horoscope box, Rooster has like constant like romance luck across all but So I'm like, okay, la, take it as a sign, la, let's try new thing. I've been like single for so long, right? So my friends have been like constantly, every time they meet me, they're like, when are you going to go on a dating app? Mm. When are you going to meet new people? When are you going to put yourself mm. out there? It's been a nagging three, four, five years. Okay. So I think this year, you put some action to it. Yeah. What we do, what we can help you is to have a better understanding of yourself and your values. Because until you know what is compatible for you in a relationship, you would first need to have an understanding of what some of your values are. Right? So I always say this, um, you need to be whole first to find the other whole. Mm-hmm. You cannot feel like, oh, like you're missing a piece of yourself. Then you, oh, I want to find my better, my better half. You're not looking for someone to complete you. Yeah. Right, but you need to be complete first. Mm-hmm. So, can you share with me, what's your lifestyle right now? Mm, I let work define my lifestyle, mm. actually. Right now, I think my top, top priority is my career. Yeah. 
So from Mondays to Fridays, work is just eats up like three quarters of my day. Okay. Then by the time I get home, I'll be so tired. I'll just try to like Netflix for two hours and I'll just like go straight to bed. Mm. I, I, I devote quite a bit of my weekends to my family mm. and on and off I do meet like some of my girlfriends or like my guy friends for like beers and like whatnot. But yeah, that's about it. That's quite how routine I am in terms of my, my, my daily affairs. Okay. And how do you feel uh this is hindering your dating life? I don't get out of my comfort zone. I don't get to meet new people day to day. I go out to meet my friends, not to meet new people. In my social circle, there's nobody that I would date. I, I don't get any opportunities or I don't put myself out there to meet new people and like explore mm. what opportunities I have yeah. or who I want to date and all. Yeah. And why do you think that is? Um, I don't know. I've been trying to figure it out. I think it's the fear of failing, mm. of putting myself, like investing emo- too much emotions mm. into something that may or may not work. Mm. It's the fear of opening up to somebody yeah. new over and over again. Mm. I think I give like away a piece of myself too yeah. easily. So I want to like stop that. I don't want to yeah. like keep telling people my like my life story, right. my vulnerabilities and yeah. all that. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, you're drawing from a past experience. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> could be, could be. When yeah. was the last time you poured your heart out or you you allow yourself to be vulnerable? Probably like four years ago. So I met him on an exchange trip. We had good feelings. He was there for a year, I was there for half a year. Mm. Um, So yeah, we kind of hit it off, didn't make any agreements. So I came back to Singapore. Mm. We were talking on and off. He would make like special efforts on my birthday to give Mm. me like gifts and whatnot. And then suddenly he AWOLed. So I was very conf- that left that left left me very confused okay. for about half a year. Right. Um till I decided like you know, wake up girl. Obviously this is not gonna work out. Okay. It's nothing. So like move on from there. Mm. So yeah, basically. And how did you move on from there? Uh yeah, I was in a very like dark period for like a mm. few months, mm. complaining to my friends, sure. you know, like you know what a jerk he is. He basically yeah. like a work for me. Like I thought mm. we had something going on. Went into like my own cave of mm. emotions. Okay. So I, I used to be very extrovert. Used to mm. like do new things, find new things to do. But after that, I found myself more redrawn from the world, meeting new people. So yeah, yeah. So so right. It sounds to me you had your heart broken. Yes, and. I don't think you ever got that closure that you wanted. He basically just ghosted you, yeah. <laughs> correct? Yeah. And, you know, it, it does not uh, feel good, obviously. Mm. Perhaps you're still healing from it. That's why it's so difficult to, to revisit that. At the same time, you do want to get out of it. Yes, for right? sure. Right? You tell yourself, it's four years ago. You're four years more mature. Yes, for sure. So don't let your past experience determine your right now. Right? There's a struggle there. Right, even though you want to move forward, but that fear of failing, which you experienced before, uh, is still very prevalent. Hmm. That's what's holding you back. I would say there is a lack of opportunities in meeting new people, definitely. Especially in the line that I'm in, I guess. So the people that we meet on a day-to-day basis are usually clients um, in the maritime industry as well. Mm-hmm. And they're usually... Um, Different nationalities. Mm-hmm. Only a small proportion will be Singaporeans, 
And even even then, right, you don't see them in a potential partner kind of way. It's it's yeah, when you're work it's different. mode, you're yeah, work mode also, different. also, right? Mm. Okay. I feel like I need to meet someone organically. I just okay. I, I keep having that, you know, that thought in my head yeah. that I just want to meet someone organically. Yes. Get to know the person first. Yeah. You know, it's just like the very old school way of like yeah, 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 up to yeah. a girl and Because I guess yeah. that's how all my relationships started as well. Mm. So it felt very natural, it felt very right. Okay. I guess f- physical attraction first. Mm. And then get to know the person and then I usually give it a few dates and then see how we hang out, how we talk, how we how we act around each other. Mm. Is mm. it comfortable? Is it natural? If I I still don't feel connected mm-hmm. or attracted like how I feel like I'm supposed to feel, then I will just like stop seeing the person, I guess. For me it's always like if it's not a yes, it's a no. Ah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so that was what I was trying to to understand. You have okay. two very obvious boxes: once a yeah. yes, once a no. Yeah. Why don't you try this in your dating journey now, which is to have a maybe box? But this maybe box is mm. always very grey. You know, it's like I feel like someone would is bound to get hurt, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is not something I would prefer. Okay. And what if the other person forces you to like you know commit more? Mm-hmm. Or they forces an out answer of you, and then if I'm feeling a maybe and the person is like probably like more of a yes, uh-huh. I feel like I'm wasting the person's time, and mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't really want that to happen to me, so I don't want to do that to the other person as well. Alright, would you would you consider yourself an overthinker? Uh yeah, yeah. I so tend to think. Yes, yes, and and this thing, this quality that you have when it comes to your approach in dating, is not beneficial for you. Because you overthink everything. When you overthink, you always tend to think the worst of things, and then you just say, "Ah, too much, too much thinking." Uh, next, how about changing that and you say, "You know what? Not very sure mm-hmm. how I'm, but I'm gonna put this girl in a maybe box, and allow myself to chase a little bit." Mm. Sometimes we we forget we forget to chase that there will be things that m- might be revealed along the way as you get to know someone. Maybe you might blossom into a very good friendship and down the road you realise that hey, actually there's a bit of attraction there. Okay. We forget that. Let me ask you this. Mm. How has this yes and no box that you have? You obviously have been getting, you've been putting people more no's, right? I guess since I'm still single now, it hasn't worked <laughs> out so far. Right. <laughs> Because it sounds to me like you are putting yourself out there. You are going on dating apps. Mm-hmm. You are getting your friends to introduce people to you. Right? You you you're meeting with me today. You're open to options. You're open to exploring. Mm-hmm. However, when it comes to the actual date or or when it comes to that person, suddenly you're not that open anymore. That, yeah. I mean, who's not looking for that? You know, the but person who just fits into your life. Yeah. Yeah. But you're looking for a fairy tale. Well, that, it's too perfect. Yeah. I feel it should be, it, sh- it shouldn't be that easy, but it shouldn't be that difficult as well for yes. me. Yeah. So, if it's too difficult and too much effort has to be put into like like being together with this person, for example, mm-hmm. then I guess it's probably on the no side right. for me already. Okay. Yeah. Um, to bust this fairy tale, <laughs> you okay. know, thought process. Yeah. How do you know if someone is compatible with you? How do you know? I never really thought about it before. Mm. Mm. 
basically like have same interests, okay. same outlook in life. Right. Probably the same stage of life, similar stage of life. Mm-hmm. That will all point to compatibility, right? Alright, so so what you you have just mentioned, right? These are values that one would have. You shouldn't be looking out for someone who has the same value as you, mm. but you want something complementary. So it's different. At the same time, it is in in, in if you zoom out of all these things, right? Say you find someone who has complementary values mm. to you. That is not the true test of whether you are comp- whether you you complement each other. It is still tough times. It is still conflict. Then you know, oh, when trouble comes, when you have your first fight, that's when you know, oh, this is, oh, wow. When we fight, we can get through it. In the dating context, isn't it quite difficult to, like, let's say, have your first argument? Yeah, of course, yeah. It shouldn't, you shouldn't have your first argument on the first couple of dates, mm-hmm. ideally. Yeah. Right? But it's to, to, to kind of dial it back where you don't even allow yourself to, to, to spend that amount of time to get to know someone because you are you think that you know it's supposed to be so easy and that right you it's almost romanticized there's a lot of lust involved as well you, you keep talking about that, that I guess that you know physical thing which is I mean guys, guys are good I'm not calling you up for that but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, guys will always say yeah you know she has to look a certain type I mean guys parents. are visual creatures correct, like that, correct. Say. Yeah, right? right so but, but if that's all that you're thinking about oh she needs to have this body type or you know she has to look a certain way <laughs> right but then then immediately you write off right oh mm. then yeah she looks like that then no if, if you can spend a bit more time and allow yourself to get to know this person to build that connection and that relationship to a point where you can have your first fight <laughs> mm. but right now it always, it always seems to stop at so that's the barrier they are probably pointing towards lah. yeah I get it mm-hmm. okay Something Private is a podcast produced by VFM you can listen to us on Spotify iTunes Google Podcast or wherever you stream your podcast from so this episode was made in collaboration with Kakai. They are an offline dating agency based in Singapore. We all know it's really difficult to find love in the 21st century, so we want to help you. For all listeners of Something Private, yes, that's you tuning in right now, Kakai is giving you guys the chance to go for a free relationship profiling experience, much like the one that you know Jermaine and Ellen are going through right now. This is an exclusive one-on-one with their professional relationship manager to find out more about yourself and your ideal partner. Y'all, you know, people pay good money for this, okay? They pay good money to be profiled by a relationship expert. Those who don't tune in to something private, they gotta pay up to $350, but y'all, y'all get to speak to Dolly for free. All you need to do is to sign up via the link that is in this episode description, or you can head over to bit.ly forward slash Find love with Gai Gai now. I'm going to repeat that. That's bit.ly forward slash find love with Gai Gai. G-A-I-G-A-I right now. So how? How can you take that step? What would you like to do? A realistic plan for yourself this week. <laughs> right? Mm. 
the real lesson doesn't come until you start applying what you hear or what we we discuss today. I've been meaning to give myself baby steps, like a timeline, mm. like you know the fear of. Uh, dating apps Okay Let's mm. just download The dating app first okay. Let's not set up The profile At least the app Is available On the home screen okay. To remind me that You know You can try something new You know That sort okay. of thing So probably okay. That would be my week My 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 target for the week I think th- The fear of Downloading An app To put myself out there It's mm. it, it The idea The notion itself It's terrifying At the back of my head So as you said You want to take Baby steps Right, but if baby steps is still within your comfort zone because you're mm. not allowing yourself to take that extra risky step, maybe you don't need baby steps. Maybe you need to take a leap to let go a little bit, to let go of the control, and and go for your next failure. <laughs> I'm not wish. I'm not wishing yes. for you to fail, but because your you, this fear has always been, holding hit, yeah, back. holding you back that you just don't want to to fail in this. But it's it's what's necessary for you to have a new perspective where you go, you know, so what if I fail? I just want to have fun doing it. I want to be happy. I want to go back to, right, that Jermaine five years ago, that, that girl who is a bit more spontaneous, a bit more YOLO in, in, in how she would interact with people. We went on a, a, an exchange. I think that kind of contributes to, to that, um, you know, that sense of desire for adventure. So reconnect with that and do something for yourself. Perhaps it's not, let me just download the app first because again, downloading the app does not work if you don't get any matches. Set a higher goal for yourself this week. So what can I do differently? I know I I really that's why I cannot think of any hmm. thing that I can do differently. Okay. Like I can't possibly just go to this girl and say like, hey, wanna hang out? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> really? Why not? I don't know. I, I never tried that before to be yes. honest. Yes. Yeah, so try that. What? <laughs> okay, okay. I can see I can see that you're very uncomfortable right now. No, I, <laughs> right? it just never crossed my mind. Because yeah. I will always have this um, thinking that I will mm. meet someone organically. But that's exactly what you're talking about. It's when you're out and you see <laughs> someone that you are attracted to. Mm. Why don't you just do that? And... and and learn that you know what you are capable of something like that. I I feel that I am too, but yeah. I but just... where's the action? Mm, okay. If you had no uh, barriers at all, right? No fear of failure. What would that be for you? Go dream, out to dream. a random place okay. without any friends. Mm. Well, that would be like way out of my comfort okay. zone. Okay. Yes, and that is what that is a better step for you. And there's so many possibilities or, or channels for you to do that. We have dating events for you to, to, to explore. There's so many types of networking events available. I'm, I'm sure you can think of some on your, on your own. Right, but go for those things and allow yourself to be excited through this process. Have fun with it. And it's not about the outcome. Whether or not you meet you know, a, a guy at the event... It's not... Don't put that pressure on yourself for now. The baby step would be, I'm, I just attended the event, I did something out of my comfort zone, and that's good enough. Right? The bonus would be, of course, you meet cool people there. Right? But get that ball rolling. So okay. perhaps, yeah, the action plan should be, let me register for something, let me sign up for something, and go there alone. 
and you'll be surprised you know just being observant more observant of your surroundings mm-hmm. number one is to start noticing people right I think I do notice people okay and now instead of just being a, an observer don't end there go up and approach that person and just say hey do you work in the area I have you know I, I, I think we, we cross paths quite a couple of times right now oh what do you do what do you work as ah oh, okay I always walk by you and um, you know I, I just wanted <laughs> to say hi as simple as that mm. right you may not feel confident doing it the first couple of times but I'm telling you it will get better because you're doing this to boost your confidence right focus mm. on the process of it get started somewhere so you can you, you can finally tell yourself hey I'm not at 0% now now I'm 10% because I'm actually doing something oh I don't know what can I do to practice or like I don't think there's anything that you can do to you know simulate going out to a girl and asking for a number other than like just doing it right mm. so all I can say is just telling myself that you know every time you you see the next girl that you you think is attractive just go up to her mm-hmm. and just ask ask her how's her day I guess okay yeah so that's the first thing mm-hmm. that's a challenge for yourself yeah it is right but it's just telling myself to do it the next time I see a girl yeah, yeah. Um, what other um, challenges can you pose to yourself mm. meaning perhaps you want to go for a dating event hmm. try something new for yourself yeah I, I, I guess that's something that I would say I'm open to mm-hmm. I guess um, in a dating event yeah for example, everybody's there for a singular same, intention, yeah, right? The same reason. So to speak, like it's somewhat easier, mm-hmm. or like understandable when someone comes up to you and talk to you. Yeah. And so everybody's you know, everybody's there, you know, to yeah. meet someone yeah. new. Yeah. The next thing is not just look for it; it's to actually attend. Mm. Okay. So that's already, uh, you know, a second thing on your list mm. that you you can do, right? What would be the third one? Challenge mm. yourself. What we spoke at the start mm-hmm. is to just give the the dating experience a extended period of time, just to see how things develop. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Like after finding someone to go on dates with. Okay. Yeah. To spend a bit more time. Mm. Giving that person a. a yeah, a I guess I have to right? actively, you know, tell myself to. Just stay a while longer and see how it goes. Mm-mm. Have fun on the process. Mm. Right? So, change that thought process. So, it's like an adventure. Mm. You don't know where you're going, but... Yes. Let's just carry on. Yes. Right? See people... When the people that you go out with on, on a date, right? It's like, you know what? I'm just going to see where this goes. Rather than telling yourself, um, don't feel a feeling. Now, exit. Exit game immediately. We try. Okay. Tell me, like, how how do you feel like going through this? She was quite spot on for like certain things. I've um, she made me very comfortable, open up who for who I am, and I appreciate that. Um, 
what really hit me was the perspective of baby small steps. Mm-hmm. I think like for me, like initially when I said like downloading an app will be a small step, but that wouldn't get me anywhere. Putting myself out there is also another thing, but instead of small steps, big faith, big leaps of faith would be something that maybe I would want to explore on, which will be at the back of my head for the week moving forward. Um, Do you feel like like you would recommend it to a friend? Yeah, I think so. It would be quite eye-opening in a sense. I mean, for my single friends, because we're all like single together for a reason, I think it would be quite refreshing. For It's one thing that your friends tell you what you are lacking of or what you should do. It's entirely different if somebody you've met for only half an hour hits spot on and, <laughs> and, 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 and says it to you. Yeah, so I think tonight will be a long night. She's calling you out, right? <laughs> Just like something is like working at the back of my head, like to 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 know what your shortcomings are or like what is stopping you is one thing. To say it out loud, yeah, mm. kind of scary, but gets me thinking. I feel very naked by this experience because <laughs> you really like tried to. Tear my walls down And um, Try to You know just pick out the The very sensitive points that I usually do not talk about Because coming to this at first I just didn't feel like There will be anything Very sensitive to talk about Because you're just talking about relationships right Okay you just talk Talking Talking about meeting new people right Okay just talk about it Um, I guess the whole experience Did hit like um, Some points In me that I was somewhat unwilling to face. Yeah, so it's very eye-opening, I would say. This whole relationship profiling experience, would you mm. recommend it to a friend? It really depends on what kind of friend that we are talking about. For those that, you know, are looking for something casual, then mm, maybe not. <laughs> but if they are like really serious and in finding someone to settle down with or finding a special someone and they have not had the luck to do so for a while then yeah I would definitely recommend I think personally this has been quite an insightful journey into what modern day matchmaking service really does I want to say that I think it's honestly quite an interesting new form of dating that there's no harm for everyone to try out or recommend their friends and family to try. You know, whether you're young, middle-aged or a grandparent, it doesn't really matter, you know. Because at the end of the day, I think everybody just wants to find love. So why not skip the pressures of dating apps and go straight to the experts who are there to guide you every step of the way. And this is important, guys. (sighs) It's 2020. Please know your self-worth, okay? Don't settle for anything less. Gaikai has a pool of very eligible individuals that they can recommend to you. So if you'd like to try this out for yourself, remember, Gaikai is giving all listeners of Something Private a free relationship profiling experience. All you need to do is head over to the link that is in this episode description on Spotify to sign up. Otherwise, you can head over to bit.ly forward slash Find love with Gaikai now to sign up. Otherwise, if you're really confused, you don't know what I'm saying, all you need to do if you're interested is to drop me a DM on Instagram at something private pod and I'll gladly direct you. 
Right, so that's been the episode with Gai Gai. I hope you guys found it really insightful and interesting. Um, I had a lot of fun doing it. So yeah, I'll see you guys in a couple of days for the next episode. I know I've been kind of MIA, but I'm gonna be bouncing right back. <laughs>